And that's Kristen Stanfeld here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Hope has a name. Our daily devotional today, as we're walking through our Christmas devotionals from Dr. Paul Chapel, it's titled, Believing What We Cannot See. Doing what God tells us to do is no guarantee that everything will work out the way we think it should. In fact, many times it is the very effort of following God that leads us into difficult circumstances. That's the way it was for Joseph and Mary. I would guess that few people believed Joseph and Mary's story that her pregnancy was the result of God's spirit rather than immorality. They had no doubt endured scorn and criticism for many as they told their unbelievable story. And then another wave of difficulty came in the form of governmentally imposed census of all of Rome's occupied territories, including Israel. Caesar Augustus, the adopted son of Julius Caesar and the first emperor of Roman Empire, he didn't care what impact his edict had made on the lives of those who were subject to it. At the point of Roman swords, the order would be enforced against anyone foolish enough to defy it. And so Mary and Joseph were forced to make a long trip even at an inconvenient time. But they went in faith, believing that God was still in control. And in truth, the difficult journey was necessary for the prophecy of Jesus' birthplace to be fulfilled. You see, hundreds of years earlier, Micah, in the fifth chapter, in the second verse, prophesied that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. God used the difficult circumstances in this couple's lives to bring about his purposes. Today, you can be assured that he will do the same for you, even through the most difficult things that you and I face today. So listeners, I want to encourage you, if you're going through a difficult circumstance, hang in there. Trust the Lord. No matter what it seems like is coming against you, let's be faithful to the Lord. Oh, come, all ye faithful. Here's Big Daddy Weave right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Three minutes to our prayer time. Text us at 870-205-0600. Thank you to our Facebook friends joining with us on this Monday morning.
And there's a lot of mountains to move this morning, aren't there? You text us this morning. Let us know what that mountain is that you're facing today. The phone number to text, our 24-hour text prayer line, the number 870-205-0600. We've got our Facebook friends joining with us today on this Monday morning. Thank you to our Facebook friends for joining with us. You can leave a comment below there on the screen. And somebody let us know that you can hear us this morning there on Facebook. I want to see if those comments are coming through. Also, you can text our 24-hour text prayer line. That's probably one of the easiest ways to contact us. 870-205-0600. Again, that's 870-205-0600. And as we begin our prayer time this morning, I just want to thank the Lord publicly this morning once again that He saw fit to spare us from those storms that came through the areas, the multiple state storms, the tornadoes that hit, and all the twisters. The Lord's been good to us, folks. The Lord's been good to us, even to those that were impacted by the storms. God's going to see them through it as well. Father, we thank you today as we join together on this Monday morning. You've brought us to another 13th day of December in this year, 2021, and it's coming to close. It won't be long. We're going to be stepping into 2022. And Lord, we're grateful today for your hand upon our lives. Thank you for your guidance and your direction, even through difficult circumstances. I think about Mary and Joseph from our devotional just a few minutes ago. Mary and Joseph didn't have all the details figured out ahead of time, but they were faithfully obedient to you. And Lord, that's what we want to be today. Help us to trust and obey. In Jesus' name we pray. For your glory, amen and amen. Again, the phone number if you're just joining with us on Facebook or if you're joining with us on the Community Prayer Time Network. Good morning, Brother David. Hope you're doing well today. Christian Law Association, one of our prayer partners that we join in prayer with every weekday morning. And they're praising the Lord this morning. A praise report that the Christian Law Association attorneys were able to help a public school parent in Alaska who was shocked to find out when his children were being forced to participate in a ritual associated with Buddhism. In a local public school in Alaska, these students were being forced to participate in a practice with Buddhistic rituals. And we're thankful for the Christian Law Association helping assist and give guidance to this family. Lord, thank you for giving them favor. Favor with you, favor with the legal system, favor with the attorneys. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray for our local churches today, all of our churches that are serving the Lord, gospel-preaching, Bible-believing churches all across our country, all across the world. Pray for those Christians that are being persecuted today. Ask God to help them to persevere in spite of their circumstances. Today we pray for our pastorless churches right here in Arkansas and the Delta. We pray for Moro Baptist Church. We pray for West Acres Baptist Church. We pray for Marvel First Baptist Church. We pray for Brother Nathan Gorman and the good folks at Lighthouse Baptist Church in Millwood as they transition. Going to be one of our churches without a pastor before long. You pray for them as they begin their search and their process. We pray for Brother Sam Roberts with the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. He is also helping a church with a smart start interim process. I talked to him the other day and let me know we've been praying for him. Continue to pray for him and his wife, Miss Martha. God's hand on their ministry. Again, the phone number, 870-205-0600. Let us know how we can join with you in prayer. This morning as we pray specifically for those that have been impacted by the storms, we're going to pray intentionally this morning for relief to those who are waiting to be rescued. Now, can you imagine for just a moment 
lying underneath all the debris and all that's happening all around you. There's debris, electrical cords that are exposed, wires, and and it's a scary feeling, I'm sure. Lord, we pray for those individuals right now that are trapped under debris, those that are waiting to be rescued, those that have been multiple days without food and water. Lord, would you be their refuge today? Help them in this time of trouble. God, be merciful, we pray. We pray for those families waiting to hear from the surviving loved ones. We pray for those families that are getting news today that they have family members that passed away in the storm. God, would you be faithful to minister to them? We pray for sons and daughters that have lost a mom or maybe lost a dad due to these storms. I pray today that they would sense when my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Psalm 27, verse 10. Lord, we pray that would be a reality in their lives today. Father, help them. Help them today. Lord, we pray for the disaster relief units, the Arkansas Baptist State Convention disaster relief. We pray for the American Red Cross and others that are going to be joining in these efforts as well. Father, help those volunteers that are going to spend hours and hours helping to rebuild. Help them today, we pray. And when we begin the stage of rebuilding, we pray that the material resources and all that they need would be provided. Lord, help them today. Continue to pray for baby Hagen. We got an update last week, and they are so excited. They've got some good news, so we continue to pray for them this morning. We pray for baby Cooper today. Continue to lift them up in prayer. They're going to be going in the end of December for the next appointments they're going to be having with their doctor. So you pray for them as they go to Cincinnati and pray God would continue to help them to find those answers that they need and direct them as well. Continue to pray for the eighth grader, the young man in DeWitt that's been in the hospital since the summer. We've been praying for him. And Lord, we pray that you would bless as he waits for a heart transplant. Help him today, we pray. Continue to pray for one that's having chemo and radiation treatments, trying to beat this cancer. Lord, we pray that you would remove this cancer from his body, that you would bless him in all things, that his health would prosper as his soul prospereth. We pray that according to what John prayed for Gaius in the third epistle of John. Continue to pray for one who's dealing with a relationship that needs a touch of God. And Brian gave us permission last week. We've been praying for his mother who's dealing with cancer. She has an abrasion on her lung. And Lord, we pray today that you would help this, not an abrasion, but a lesion, a lesion on her lung, and it's cancerous. And Lord, we pray today that as she starts chemo, I believe tomorrow, that she would sense your presence, your comfort, and your strength today. Lord, I know she's probably anxious as anybody would be, and we pray that you would help her and encourage her today. Pray for our military and first responders. Pray for Jasper and Brent. Also, little Larry, each of these serving in the Marines. Continue to pray for Sam in the Army. Pray for his testimony. And pray that souls would continue to be saved. You know what? I was so excited a couple months ago when we found out about all the great things God was using Sam to do right there in his unit. 
young men were getting saved and giving their hearts and lives to Jesus. Sam was leading Bible studies and doing great things for the Lord. You continue to pray for God to open up doors for Sam as he serves the Lord in the military. Pray for Max also and Christina. Pray for the Dean family, our missionaries to the International Mission Board serving in Korea to the servicemen and women there. Pray for Cameron in the Army. Continue to pray for Mr. Dale and Mr. Floyd, our veterans, as we lift them up in prayer today. Father, thank you for our veterans. Thank you for their efforts that they've put forth to serve our country, the sacrifices that they've made. Help us to take care of them now. Give them all the resources they need to take care of their health. We pray in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for Lee Shepard's dad as well. Continue to lift him up in prayer, asking us to pray for his dad. Again, the phone number. Thank you to our friends joining with us on Facebook as well. Our phone number, our 24-hour text prayer line, 870-205-0600. And uh, we also look at our prayer wall, Love Worth Finding, one of our ministry partners. And let me remind you, we're not going to share names unless you give us permission, okay? We don't do that. We don't share names unless you give us permission. That's something that one of my mentors taught me. I learned from them, and I tell you what, we try to honor that the best we can. Pray for this one who has a doctor's appointment today. Pray for the blood level to be low and everything would be okay. Last name is Turner. Lord, we pray for this need today. And we pray for Jacqueline. Jacqueline is writing for prayer. She's asking God to heal her mind, body, and soul. She's also got issues with nerves in her legs and asking for prayer today. Pray for another one by the name of Michael that's given us permission to share his name. Michael shares with us today that he has a 20-year addiction to pornography and he's struggling to stop. He's married with two kids, and it's a secret that is known only to him. Please pray that he'll have the power to finally kick this habit. He says he appreciates your prayers. I tell you what, folks are dealing with real issues, real struggles. And today we pray for Michael. We lift him up in prayer today and ask you, Lord, that you'd give him the power to overcome this issue today. Help him to break the bonds of addiction. Lord, would you give him power as he puts on the whole armor of God. And all of us today, help all of our listeners as we put on the whole armor of God. Help our minds to be protected with the helmet of salvation. Our hearts with the breastplate of righteousness. Our loins girt about with truth. Our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Help us today, Lord. We love you. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Go before us and lead us, we pray. Here's Danny Gokey, Angels We Have Heard on High. We'll be right back with our trivia right after this.
And that's Danny Goki here on the Community Prayer Time Network. 7.35 Central Standard Time. Thank you for joining with us on this 13th day of December. Happy Monday to you. You know, they tell us that uh, 9 out of 10 students, 9 out of 10 kids will eat this at some point this winter. But only 10% of adults will do the same. Text us and let us know what you think the answer is this morning. 870-205-0600. Again, that's 9 out of 10 kids will eat this this winter. Thank you to our Facebook friends for joining with us this morning. Hope you're having a great Monday morning. the light of the world it's jesus 870-205-0600 love to hear what you think the answer this morning nine out of ten kids will eat this during the winter months but only about 10 percent of adults are going to eat this as well what do you think that answer is this morning 870-205-0600 So is this a dessert? Is it real food? You know, 10% of adults are going to eat this. Ice cream. Not the answer we're looking for. Good guess this morning. It's not ice cream. Oh, we had some good food last night after our Christmas program here at First Baptist Church of Lambrook. We had a great Christmas party. And thankful for all the finger foods. I told them yesterday morning in the service, what are finger foods? Anything that's finger licking good. All right. Finger licking good. Pigs in a blanket. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? 870-205-0600. We got your answer coming up here in just a few minutes. Nine out of ten kids are going to eat this during the winter months, whereas only about 10% of adults will enjoy it. Let us know what you think it is. Thank you to Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle right there in Poplar Grove, Arkansas, right off of Highway 49. A great supporter and ministry partner of the Community Prayer Time Network. Brian also has one of our community prayer boxes. And if you got a prayer need, you can stop by. And while you're getting all of your catfish, bass fishing, crappie fishing needs, or maybe going deer hunting and you need some sweet potatoes, stop by there, pick up everything you need, and then submit a prayer request. We'll pick that up once a week. And we'll be happy to pray for those needs as well. That's Hope Has a Name. Passion here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Here's Mandisa. It's Christmas time. Let us know what you think the answer is this morning. 
Mendisa here on the Community Prayer Time Network. 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. Dr. Adrian Rogers' Love Worth Finding Program. Looking forward to hearing from Dr. Rogers this morning. Nine out of ten kids will eat snow during the winter holidays, whereas only about 10% of adults will do the same. Last year, we got quite a bit of snow here in Arkansas, right here in the Delta area. Got quite a bit of snow, and we got a lot of that snow together and uh, some folks made us some ice cream out of that snow. It's pretty good. I guess they call it uh, snow cream. And uh, so I encourage you to do that. Throw some sprinkles and some hot chocolate on there. Or maybe some, uh, what do they call it, hot fudge sundaes. Yeah, with some snow cream. Our good news verse today, Isaiah 9 and verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9 and verse 6 are good news today. Here's Zach with Keys for Kids. Why wouldn't anybody make room for baby Jesus? I want to make room for him in my life. Every place in Bethlehem was full, but you can always find a place for Jesus in your life. Hi, and welcome to Keys for Kids. I'm Zach. Before Jesus was born, his mother Mary and Joseph had come to Bethlehem for a special occasion. But when they got there, they couldn't find a place to stay. That's why baby Jesus spent his first night in a manger instead of a comfy crib or bed. Luke chapter 2 verse 7 says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Our story today is entitled, Making Room. Ava listened as her Sunday school teacher told the Christmas story. Mary had a big tummy because baby Jesus was almost ready to be born, said Mrs. Keller. But even with her big tummy, Mary and Joseph had to take a long trip all the way to Bethlehem. Back then, there were no cars, buses, or planes, so Mary and Joseph had to walk the whole way. They must have been very tired when they finally arrived, thought Ava. Okay, class, stand up, said Mrs. Keller. Let's pretend to be Mary and Joseph. Ava and her class followed Mrs. Keller. They walked around the church, stopping every once in a while at a pretend door. Knock, knock, knock. Do you have any room for us to stay? The students asked. But every time Mrs. Keller said, No, there is no room for you. Ava felt sad. Why wouldn't anyone make room for Mary and Joseph? Why wouldn't they make room for baby Jesus? Mary and Joseph found a place to stay in a barn, Mrs. Keller said when they returned to their classroom. That's where Jesus was born. Ava's grandpa had a barn, and she knew how cold and stinky it was. Jesus came to earth that night because he loves us all so much, Mrs. Keller said. Have you heard him knocking? Have you made room for him in your heart? Have you trusted him as your Savior? I trust him, Ava thought. A couple weeks later, Ava's parents said they had something important to talk about. Ava, said Dad, how do you feel about another child coming to live with us? He explained that there were children in foster care who needed safe and loving places to live. We would like our home to be one of those places, Mom said. It'll be tricky, said Dad. You'll have to share your toys and craft supplies, and you'll have to share our time and attention, too. Ava thought about her Sunday school lesson. She thought about Jesus being born in a stinky barn because he loved everyone so much. She'd made room for him in her heart, and she knew he wanted her to make room for others, too. Yes, said Ava. Let's do it. So how about you? Have you trusted Jesus as your Savior? Making room for him in your heart changes your whole life because he fills you with love for others. How can you show others his love this Christmas? Maybe you can invite a new family over, make cards to take to a nursing home, or ask a neighbor to come to church with you. What other ideas do you have? Pray about it as a family and then do it. Our key verse is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And our key thought today, make room for Jesus. Hey, 
Zach. How can you know Jesus is with you? Hi, Isaiah. I'm so glad you sent your question to me. You can know that Jesus is with you by believing the promise he made in the Bible. For example, in Matthew 28, 20, Jesus told his disciples that he would be with them even until the end of time. It's true, sometimes it's hard to feel Jesus with you all the time, but what's more important is trusting God's word and knowing that no matter what happens, if you're a believer in Jesus, he will be with you always. I'm Zach with Keys for Kids. And Zach with Keys for Kids reminding us that Jesus is with us always. Weekdays at 7.40 Central Time in the mornings and then again in the afternoons at 3.30. Keys for Kids with Zach. Thank you for their partnership and their ministry. You can visit their website, keysforkids.org. Text us to let us know that you're enjoying their great program right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. The phone number again, 870-205-0600. Thank you to all of our location sponsors sponsoring the Community Prayer Boxes into your business or into your church at Second Baptist Church in West Helen, Arkansas, right off of Park Avenue. Also at Melwood Grocery. And thank you to Miss Shelley for allowing us to place one of those boxes in your business. And then at Paper Trails Bookkeeping in Elaine, Arkansas, as well as at First Baptist Church of Lambrook. All of these are location sponsors for our prayer boxes. We had a volunteer several months ago put these boxes together for us. You can take the sheet Fill out an anonymous request, put your name on it, submit it confidentially, and we go by, trying to go by about once a week and receive these uh, requests and pray over them during our morning prayer time. So I heard a great story coming out of Liberty Lake, Washington. Uh, Eleven families have been impacted with Christmas this year, but one of those stories is from a single mom who is battling with cancer. And she wants to thank her community for the way that they rallied around her and her family. And as I watched this interview and watched this video, the kids were jumping up and down with excitement. The single mom with cancer was crying, and it was an incredible story of how this community came together to show the love of Christ. And as I thought about our Elf on the Shelf activity this morning with our boys, you know, the book of Psalms 23 verse 5 says, My cup runneth over. And so today I'm praying that God would help me and help you to see ways that we can share with our community and share with others the love of Christ because truly we have been blessed and we have more to be thankful for. So text us this morning, 870-205-0600. Here's Janet Mefford uh, sharing with us about her program today coming up at 4 o'clock. It's time now for the Mefford Minute with Janet Mefford. The story is told of a man who called his friend and got this answering machine message. I'm not available right now, but I'm making some changes in my life. Please leave a message after the beep, and if I don't return your call, you are one of the changes. Of course, most of us want more positive changes in our lives in the new year, like doing a daily Bible reading plan or losing weight. But how does the Lord want us to change? Romans 12 tells us, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. To what end? Philippians 2 says it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Changing our lives isn't just about fulfilling resolutions. It's about offering ourselves to God in worship as he fulfills his plans for us. So as you consider changes in the new year, remember God is already working in you for his glory. Offer your life up to him and rejoice as he works in you. I'm Janet Mefford. For more of Janet's perspective, listen to Janet Mefford today or online at JanetMefford.com. Here's Pastor Jeff Shreve with some real hope. Hey, are you a scarcity thinker? Do you dream small, plan small, and pray small? Do you live in the land of barely enough? Do you hoard the resources and blessings God has given you because you think there may not be any more coming your way? One of my favorite passages in the Bible is Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to Him be the glory. This passage teaches us that God is a big God who can not only do more than we ask or think, but exceeding abundantly more. Listen, regardless of the enormity of your need today, God is able, more than able to meet it. And He delights in doing exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. It's in Jesus where you find real hope. Find real hope in Jesus Christ. Visit fromhisheart.org. And from his heart with Pastor Jeff Shreve, weekday mornings at 6 o'clock and again in the evenings at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you again to 
Miss Shelley over at Millwood Grocery for her support of the Community Prayer Time Network. Also a location sponsor for one of our community prayer boxes. Your weather forecast today, today's high is going to be in the low to mid-60s here in the eastern Arkansas Delta. Tonight's low is going to be in the low to mid-40s. Tomorrow, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy throughout the day, so be prepared for that. Now, let me give you a, a, a quick forecast of the weekend as we go from Thursday to Sunday. Rain in the forecast every day, starting at a 60% chance of rain on Thursday, 60% on Friday, going down to 40% on Saturday, and 10% on Sunday. Here's Eli Grambling, one of the great guys that I graduated with. Oh, holy night. Oh, holy night. Stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and ever pining till he appeared and the soul. you thankful that Jesus was born folks I told our church yesterday he was born not to just lay in a stable he was born to hang on a cross in between heaven and earth to die in our place thankful that Jesus Christ is born here's Mac Powell so this morning tell me something about Jesus your Christmas Christ traditions that you guys experience as a family maybe something born. you do individually Hell something you do around your workplace in the classroom or maybe at home. You're going to hear more of that from Arkansas Baptist News coming up right after this.
prophets and the prophets spoke the word. So we want to hear from you this morning about those Christmas traditions that you pull out every year at Christmas time. Here's Andrea Lennon from the Arsenal Baptist State Convention who says, When my kids were little, we had a birthday party for Jesus on Christmas Eve, complete with cake, homemade pizza, and using every stuffed animal in our house to reenact the Christmas story. The boys would have heated discussions over which stuffed animal should play the part of Jesus. And usually, Blue Dog won. Here's another one that says, uh, going back to Missouri to see our family. We are scattered throughout the country, and getting back to see them and sharing food, presents, and candy is a great blessing. That's from Vince uh, Blue Bow at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention also. And uh, here's one more. This is exciting. Candlelight service at New Life Baptist. Watching It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve, opening stockings on Christmas Eve, and reading the Christmas story. So that's exciting, isn't it? So uh, that's what we're doing for Christmas this year as a Christmas tradition. Let's hear from the Unshackled program real quick. Unshackled airs every weekday at 5 o'clock in the evenings and 11 o'clock in the mornings. Thanks to Nature Coast Media, Aaron and his great team at naturecoastmedia.com. Check out their website. They do all of our website management, website updates, security updates, digital content, everything right here on the Community Prayer Time Network because of naturecoastmedia.com. Here's Unshackled presentation, free indeed. Dr. Adrian Rogers coming up in two minutes. From the files of Unshackled, Pacific Garden Mission presents Free Indeed. My two siblings and I were raised in an upper-class suburb of Chicago. Although my dad was a police officer there, I remember helping him steal items from the department. He didn't think it was a big deal, so I didn't either. Mom tried to raise me right by taking me to church until I became a teenager, but it never made an impact on my life. When I was 21, my cousin introduced me to Shirley. I knew she was the one for me. We moved down to Florida and married in the summer of 1971. Then six months later, we headed west. I started working for a large hotel chain, and that's when I started stealing from work, just like my dad had done. I stole anything of value, products from business conventions, alcohol from the bar, and hotel equipment. Management started getting suspicious, but I was transferred before they caught me. Not long after, I received a sobering phone call. My nine-year-old nephew had been killed in a car accident. After his funeral, I suddenly had an interest in God and church. Shirley didn't want any part, so I went to church alone. 
Although man never caught me or prosecuted me for my sins, God did. I asked his forgiveness and publicly confessed Christ as my Savior in 1979. My whole life changed and Shirley eventually professed faith in Christ too. The same week of her decision, Shirley's brother was arrested for armed robbery. Writing to him about the freedom we found in Christ inspired us to begin a ministry to him and other prisoners. I'm Bruce O'Neill. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. If you would like to be free from the weight of sin by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, call 1-888-NEED-HIM right now. Free Indeed is a production of Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Email unshackled at pgm. This is Pause to Pray, a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today we pray for Lisa Pino, Director of the Office of Civil Rights. Her office enforces civil rights laws, including privacy laws, religious freedom laws, and laws regarding patient safety. Psalm 106.3 reminds us of the importance of fairness and equality. Blessed are those who act justly who always do what is right. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Dear God, we ask you to guide Lisa Pino in her work on behalf of civil rights. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. With the generous support of listeners like you, our radio ministry is in our fourth year on the air. Keep the power of prayer going and become a regular sustaining member Details at pausetopray.org. And we've got Dr. Rogers coming up for you here in just a minute. We're going to interrupt this song, uh, converting it over. Something happened and we lost it. Sorry about that. It happens sometimes, but here's Blessed Assurance. My King is Coming from Matthew West. cause of stress? Listen to Adrian Rogers. The problem of stress is that gap between the demands that are placed upon us and the strength we have to meet those demands. That is the stress factor. Over here the demands that we have, the necessities, the deadlines, the opportunities, all of those things that we must do, want to do, have to do, ought to do. Over here is me and my weakness and the difference between those things causes stress. Welcome to Love Worth Finding. Pastor, teacher, and author Adrian Rogers said, this is the day of the quick cash, the mad dash, and a lot of stress. Many of us are emotionally fatigued, physically drained, and spiritually defeated. The reason being that most of us are dealing with some form of stress. Now, it's not a sin to be stressed. Jesus Christ, in His humanity, knew what it was like to be weary. What is the solution to a stressful life? If you have your Bible, turn now to Isaiah chapter 40. We'll begin in verse 21.